0: I just a song so you can sing along with my special guest star, too. 14. Two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello, everyone welcome back to another spooky episode of life's but a song a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals i'm your host john and with me today on loan from the gene kelly federation it's sierra ryan everyone woo. yes it's me, me sierra ryan woo. Woo. and we're here today to talk about i mean it's still classic hollywood it's a 1953 movie Called Scared Stiff. Uh the screenplay is by Herbert Baker and Walter DeLeon, uh directed by George Marshall, and according to IMDB, fleeing a murder charge, a busboy and a nightclub singer wind up on a spooky Caribbean island inherited by a young woman. That is more information than the movie gave me, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> I was feel it was feeling kind of a little Dewberry to me.
1: A little okay. Um, where I was like
0: what am I actually following? Where
1: I where am I where are we going? Yeah. Where, yeah. Um so you know it's Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis who uh-huh. have been touted as one of the best comedy teams of the 50s and into the 60s and uh, apparently this was the ninth movie they had done together but they would go on to do a total of like 14 or something like that uh yeah yeah so i believe
0: that's what i read too this is
1: kind of in the middle of their time together
0: i don't think i've ever seen a jerry lewis movie
1: and animal. me too. This was kind of the first full length movie that I saw the two of them. I'd obviously seen like bits and pieces of skits or something like that. Um but this is the first time i had seen you know the 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 straight man versus his you know kind of over enthusiastic uh, you know it's it's the Abbott oh, and Costello. It's the it's the it's the uh what was it? Uh, Ollie and uh oh, the tall one. No, Stan and Ollie, you know, it's like one of them is the, oh, Who cut that the, out. And the other but, one is the yeah.
0: ridiculous one. So. Did Jerry Lewis put on a voice or is that his actual voice?
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine if he actually talked like that all the time? I don't
0: know. You no, know, he was
1: a, re- he, he, I was talking to my husband afterwards <laughs> because let me, let me tell you off the bat that I am not going to really watch another Dean Martin jerry lewis movie ever again because i wanted to scream so hard at this movie so many Words. times
0: okay so uh, since that's uh, not his voice we can now rip into him because he uh, is, and i'm so happy that you are also like on in this weird like uh, negative non-plussed because i was uh, there was some moments where i did laugh i'm not going to lie
1: yeah, yeah there was some good
0: bits there's some good bits um but like there were moments where where he just went on he just he he just just, going he
1: was he just kept going and I was talking to my husband afterwards um oh my husband about 50 minutes in he said I I I need to get a drink you (laughs) this movie made him drink two gin and tonics
0: i paused this movie like twice because i was just like <laughs> I, I can't i can't I,
1: I, yeah um i i was talking to him and i was like i can't did anyone why why did why did people think that jerry lewis was funny and i know that that is kind of a it's an on ongoing joke about like how the french love jerry lewis and but so many people didn't yeah oh yeah this is a big like look up jerry lewis french it's like apparently he was he was a superstar in france um and and my my husband actually asked his mom in a conversation like why was he popular and she said well after in her mind you know knowing this from her family and her her parents she said after world war ii people just wanted the excuse to just laugh laugh at the ridiculous at the over the top and i'm like okay i kind of get that the closest like modern actor that i can think of in recent you know decades this is the closest thing like jim carrey is the closest thing that i can
0: think Yeah of. but at least with jim carrey he knows when to cut the joke off
1: True after and i didn't like him as ace ventura but i loved him in the masked i love mask mm-hmm. i loved him in um in uh, uh he played the riddler in the in batman Return. which that was
0: all camp so that yeah under- exactly on, but on his he side knew,
1: he figured out you know how to be a real human being with extreme expressions jerry lewis he he he, he looked like he was making fun of the mentally ill or someone yes. someone on yes. a spectrum that wasn't really like any spectrum that existed in modern in actual reality like I just couldn't I like, couldn't grasp the reality that this movie appeared oh,
0: in oh it's like Rain Man but wrong
1: yes it's like Rain Man on LSD yeah you know it's like yeah I, I can't I can't laugh at some of these things and like Most Dean
0: things. Martin was fine but like I don't
1: Yeah. I don't.
0: I don't know. There was just some. There. I mean, this script was also all over the place.
1: It takes about. I think I wrote down when we actually get to the island in that. In that. In it's that like thing.
0: an hour and twenty minutes. It's an hour like and I,
1: eighteen minutes. I wrote down hour yeah. and eighteen. Finally, at the scared stiff premise, the castle. <laughs> like finally.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrote I, down the horror in quotes element how it comes in an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what mean, a... <laughs> you know,
1: this movie apparently was based on a 1909 uh play, and this was the mm-hmm. fourth remake. It was called the Ghostbuster or something, Busters or something like that. Two two yeah. words Ghostbuster.
0: There was the ghost breaker in 1914. Breaker. That's right, in 1922, there was. The Ghost Breaker as well, starring Bob Hope, which put a pin in that. Right. Uh, oh, no, sorry. In 1922, there was The Ghost Breaker. And then in 1940, there was The Ghost Breakers, starring Bob Hope. And, and directed then,
1: by George Marshall again, right?
0: Uh, he directed
1: his own remake. Yes.
0: Yes. And, <laughs> then, like, and then there was this one. And then. And then. And then. In 1984. Dan Aykroyd wrote a movie called Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> where, a little different. A little a little different.
0: Well, the minute that they said Ghostbuster in yeah, this movie, right. I was just like, whoa, what, wait a what, second. What, what
1: what is that where they got it?
0: Is that where they got it from? Da-da-da-da. And yes, it is. Um, but yeah. at the end of the movie, where when they look into that random don't get me- st- don't get me started on that stupid organ the the cameo at the end i didn't get who it was and it turns out it's bob hope and bing crosby right um, doing
1: a doing a, a a payback cameo
0: yes apparently yes from road to bali which was yeah, in 1952 which
1: dean martin had done
0: but right. also like like we said uh dean dean martin and jerry lewis gotcha. made a cameo in that yeah. and this is them paying returning them the back if you will. Yeah, returning the favor, you know. But also Bob Hope was in The Ghost Breakers. So it's like okay. Okay,
1: a little a little a little callback there. A little callback
0: there. I really so I'm the one that picked this movie everyone, so don't blame Sierra if you watched it as well and you're like, "John, what the fuck?" What it's the all hell? my fault. And that's because I was going through It's been a while since I mentioned this name best flowers she's makes a cameo in this movie well she's a she's a background extra in this movie as a nightclub patron is
1: she in this
0: She's in this which one was she nightclub patron uncredited nightclub
1: patron she mm-hmm. smiled and clapped at, at, at I think Martin, it was at, Lewis.
0: I think it may have I'm not sure if it was that or if it was in Carmen Cuba. Miranda
1: in Cuba or not okay
0: yeah Okay. Right. or both or,
1: or both Gotcha. You
0: know, sometimes they have to reuse background extras
1: <laughs> over and over and over.
0: But yeah, and then Carmen Miranda is in this movie, which she gets yeah. the best performance I've ever watched.
1: <laughs> my mom loved Carmen Miranda and would sing, Cuanta le gusta, le gusta, le like she would sing that. And she sang the, Oh, my, yo quiero. Oh, mm-hmm. my, yo quiero. Oh, my, With, yo quiero. My, which oh this
0: movie happened after it was done on Lucy.
1: Ah, gotcha. Got so,
0: you. yeah, the, so I prefer Lucy's over Jerry Lewis. <laughs> and then I also wrote down, because it's you, uh, mm-hmm. during Mama Ikero, uh White Christmas, White Christmas did this better.
1: White Christmas did it better. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the joke about a guy dressing in drag and lip syncing to a girl's song or mm-hmm. a girl's recording. And, you know, I made I made the I mean, we were riffing throughout this entire movie my husband and i just I'm so to get happy through it, just yeah. to get through it and it's hilarious and i and i made the comment i'm like whoa this is like the drag the, the rupaul's drag race like completely this is like 1953 rupaul's drag race but really I... disgust, disgusting and and oh uh, it was just bad bad
0: i am so sorry <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that now, you know. However many minutes into us recording you can keep this, I am
1: saying that over and over.
0: I am over. So, so. I didn't know what to expect. I was just I know, like, you know what? I it's know. a. It, it claims to be a horror movie. It's a golden age. Yeah. Sierra Sierra is perfect because she's also in like this world with with me. You Music know, and blah, blah, blah. Uh I didn't know how, and I I. I i should vet these movies but you know what i shouldn't because then but conversations it's like, apparently
1: like this. it's one of the top like what does it say it was like i think it was in one of like the top movies considered it's it has a still has a 71 percent on rotten tomatoes although an average rating of 5.83 out of 10 so oh you know um yeah uh, but uh, it's always, I, I always like to watch these old movies, whether I like them or not, because it gives me a different perspective on, you know, movies, even bad movies back then, or my my more modern perception of what is entertainment in certain areas. And, you know, if I'm going to play a character from a 1953, you know, era movie Maybe I parody a female version of Jerry Lewis, and it's hilarious because it's in a modern context or something like that. I, I mean, know, I know the style now of what was considered entertainment for that time.
0: But also, Elizabeth Scott, who is yes. Mary Carroll, mm-hmm. I think she did a fan like Dean Martin and Elizabeth Scott. If they didn't have Jerry Lewis, I think there still would have been some yeah. humor there.
1: Yeah, some beautiful humor. Uh, we actually uh, cleansed our palate uh after the movie by watching a um Charlton Heston and Elizabeth Scott movie called oh. Dark City which is about gamblers and she plays this nightclub singer i'm not sure if she sings her own stuff but she sings a couple songs in that and uh and she has just puppy dog eyes for a very young Charlton Heston um but that was that was like well Let's see. Let's watch something that's connected to this movie. <laughs> let's look at Elizabeth Scotts or Elizabeth Scotts. Yeah, Elizabeth Scotts. Um, you know, uh,
0: she. Who did she look like?
1: She looked like Lauren Bacall to us.
0: I said not Kathleen Turner.
1: Not Kathleen Turner, but that's the, Lauren Bacall, Kathleen Turner, kind mm-hmm. of, kind of, you know,
0: very. Beautiful. She's. And there was a moment where I was like, at uh, especially towards the end when they finally go and to, like, the horror aspect of this Mm -hmm. movie, I was like, maybe she's a ghost.
1: And she does dress like a ghost.
0: Well, and then there was that moment where they were running out just holding her blouse, and I was like, I was right! And then she shows up, and I went, oh. Oh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: So here's the question, and we're we're bouncing back and forth. Is the castle actually haunted? Because there is that ghost. Okay, it is. But they're not out to to kill Elizabeth. Spoiler alert: someone else is.
0: No, okay, so okay, let's back let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. Let's actually let's get into the plot because I think I need your help figuring this out. We're, we we okay. need each other's help. I'm
1: not I'm not sure I'm going to be that much help because.
0: So, oh yeah, Jer- uh, Jerry Lewis and and Dean Martin work at a club yes. where Dean Martin and some other guy who's a waiter. Are fooling around with this girl who turns out to be the girl of like the big gangster. The of... Big gangster. Shorted? Where are we? Where are we? New York, Chicago. Oh, I don't know. It's a big gang. It's a big city. Yeah, and there's a gangster that everyone knows about. You yeah. know, that you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, and so Pierre, the waiter, Pierre gets off. Gets gets off. and then Dean Martin hears about that and he's like i'm fucked and so he and jerry lewis well the girl convinces jerry lewis to go talk to her gangster boyfriend on behalf of dean martin and then we're in a we're all of a sudden in a mafia movie for a hot second
1: yeah in the hotel
0: in the hotel room meanwhile lisbeth scott is having A meeting with somebody. A meeting
1: with her. With her, you know, the 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 estate realtor or the estate, you know, because she owns
0: one of the Caribbean islands. Yeah, she inherited
1: it like two months previous. I think it
0: was. That is haunted.
1: That That is apparently haunted, and they say. But there's a buyer that wants to buy the castle. and and the realtor or the the lawyer is is trying to convince her to sell, you know, for fifty thousand dollars or something.
0: So a by, lot of money
1: back now. Wow, wow.
0: So um, by a series of unfortunate events, and I know I'm skipping like please skip. a lot. Please, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, and Elizabeth Scott go together on a boat on a on a cruise to Cuba. To Cuba. To this little and... island called
1: Lost Island or something
0: lost island yeah. and there they run across somebody else who is like a contact of lisbeth scott but also jerry lewis uh dean martin is falling in love with lisbeth scott yeah and jerry lewis is just being annoying <laughs> and then and then get- there's
1: the mysterious buyer who had like who, who? There's also there's a
0: there's a mysterious there,
1: buyer. There's
0: a lot of murder that's happened that we glossed over, and there's right. a man with a scar on his wrist. Yes, that turns out Liz to be Elizabeth Scott's friend or something, who is like a mysterious buyer.
1: Yeah, I, no, but the friend is Tony, the the tall blonde guy oh. who comes in and in, and happens to be on the same cruise as her and he yeah, but turns thought...
0: out to I, he's not the buyer no the the buyer is the hispanic the bi-
1: yeah but he's also the twin brother the guy who killed... died yeah he died who who they they pinned the murder on De- on dean martin even though he shot but didn't actually kill him so he thinks he killed him but he actually really didn't is you your know. husband
0: done with that drink? Can I have refill? No. <laughs> we are out of
1: gin actually. We finished the gin Damn on Saturday night he, when we were
0: watching this. Just like chug it or something. I mean, there
1: were so many, there's so many players in this, so many different characters, so many different um there's there were like three different movies crammed into this one movie. Yes. If they had yes. started at the at the at the castle at the cruise no we could have started the at the cruise okay we we started at the cruise
0: if it was something that like they ran into they met up on the cruise jerry lewis is playing a completely different character yeah. um because <laughs> the amount of times he shouts,
1: shouts. larry
0: which is dean oh, martin's yeah. character's name which first yeah. of all what <laughs> i know i know and dean the, martin is not a larry no
1: <laughs> larry larry todd or something like that um I, I did read that this is the um, the first film that the team was uh, was recorded in three track stereophonic sound. So, but unfortunately, and fortunately, <laughs> that stereo the stereo trap uh, tracks are now lost to the ages. So we won't be able to ever hear. <sighs> Jerry Lewis, Scream, Larry, and Echo, Echo, Echo in stereophonic sound. We won't be able to do that oh, ever.
0: No. You know,
1: I'm so That's sad. You're so sad. trickling so down crying. my cheek. Oh, uh, yeah. When,
0: when the when enchiladas was happening,
1: enchilada.
0: <laughs> AKA lost. song of the enchilada man. Oh man, I literally wrote down. I hope I was hoping for a song without Jerry Lewis. Nope.
1: Nope. He comes in and does his shtick, and and it it a a reasonably bad song becomes even worse. I also (laughs) wrote
0: I mean, the 1950s
1: and the and the 60s were, were were was a was an era in which they would write songs about any inanimate object. Just for like a theme,
0: I wrote that. Go I wrote it. down this. This feels like it's written by two white people who just learned what an enchilada is,
1: <laughs> and then it was sung by you know Carmen at Miranda, least a, at least a at least a port- Portuguese, but then two white men. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and even when she's like, "Here are the ingredients Ooh, to make an enchilada," yeah. I was like, Carmen Miranda, I hope Wait. you got paid a lot for this. Oh. <laughs> well, sadly, I know you this- didn't.
1: Sadly, this was her last film I know. before she died two years later.
0: I know. Ugh. Looking fierce as fuck, Oh, though. my God.
1: Her halter dress. I mean, she had abs. She had high, you know,
0: Her entrance where, where she thanks Myron for whatever, which I feel like that may have been another movie.
1: They were trying to shoehorn some connection of why she would invite them to perform with her, thus giving them more stage time you know in the movie in the musical parts but also having karma miranda
0: but uh, but also out. that look that she has just like on the is. are we on the boat at that point where are we
1: is it in the in in her in her club i think that's in Cuba. i think
0: it's in her club yeah. where she i mean she's wearing a pedestrian look but she looks fabulous still yeah
1: oh yeah oh yeah not in like a stage costume yeah yeah Oh you mean on the on the ship she was she was in a like a little the
0: the first she was meeting when she's like, "Oh, yeah. this is Myron. Yeah. He's the one I got fired and then I started working yeah. somewhere else and then and I was just like, you're saying these lines, you're saying these words." Yep,
1: you are saying the lines. You are you are trying to mean it and then you will sing it and then you will get your paycheck. I
0: yeah. mean, she she did they all all of them did their job. All of yes. them were acting, but yes. like oh choices were made choices were made choices were written
1: yeah you know it it's it is one of those uh movies that you really wanted to be better um and there was a lot there there were some funny concepts and like some cool special effects like i liked the 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 ghost that randomly comes out of a trunk and lights his his, uh, yeah. his pipe on, you know, and then they that they try to attack him. That was cute.
0: That was I like, actually, that's
1: a cool effect, you know? I
0: actually did like the uh, Myron and Hit Myron's conscience scene. That was some great, that was yeah. hearkening back to the mirror, the Gene Kelly mirror dance.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But
0: like also like how they made it so that the conscience was coming out of the mirror. Like yeah. that was technically, technically, Technologically, I mean, it was was nice and kind of like, oh, that's an interesting way to like, because usually when people when people are talking to themselves in mirrors, as I've seen, Mm -hmm. like that glass is the only thing that's protecting the two worlds. Right, right. And this one, he
1: leaned over and he
0: leaned over, which I was like, that's something new and different. I'm here for it.
1: I just wished like his conscious was like, had a different like was. Actually, Jerry Lewis talking in his normal voice, but unfortunately he came up with another weird bo-. I was just like, Oh my lord. I can't
0: I I kind of want to give him one more chance. You
1: know, he did, he was the nutty professor. If you want to go like you know, classic Jerry Lewis that, that is that inspired, you know, other things. I, like yeah. Nutty Professor, maybe watch that. Maybe that'll yeah, that'll maybe. be like his last. His second to last chance, or his last chance, you know.
0: I mean, just, uh-huh. just, just wanted to, you know, yeah. and like, yeah. and like I yeah. said, Dean Martin was fine. He did. Yeah. I kind of wish though it would if it was him and Elizabeth Scott. Elizabeth Scott. Elizabeth
1: Scott. <laughs> there is yeah. no
0: E at the beginning of her name, and I'm sorry if it sounds like I've been saying Elizabeth. I'm no, yeah. I'm saying her name fast. Yeah, <laughs> but if it was the two of them. And there was no romance element because I don't think we needed that. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. We
0: didn't need that. Yeah. I mean, though it was kind of funny when Jerry Lewis was like making commentary on it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. You get a pass right here. Yeah. Um
1: so so I will I will give Jerry Lewis one good moment. One pretty up. decent moment. Um I liked him. I liked the the moment where he was talking to the gangsters for the very first time in his like, you know, uh, tan trench coat. Mm-hmm. And he, he lowered everything down and he did his best Humphrey Bogart impersonation
0: for that his was f- like, fourth or seventh voice.
1: Yes. But right? at least <laughs> it was like a, ah, I, let's see here. Yeah. we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do, he was trying his best gangster even if it was tough like a, guy, poor, yeah. a tough guy, a tough guy. It was a poor impersonation, but at least I was like, "Oh, so much, you know, potential because he has so much energy." I just really wish that he had, you know, th- that one. I was like, "Oh, look, he's he's actually doing something. That's cool."
0: Yeah, he's doing the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: And I had a lot of Schadenfreude when, um, so there's this whole trunk scene where wow. at first um uh dean martin larry is is stuck in it cuz he's hiding from from uh from the cops and then eventually jerry lewis gets stuck in there and it is mishandled by the by the the by the the boys you know who who are, who are the luggage boys and it's like it's upside down and it's like ooh, ooh, ooh. and i just had the best time just imagining this character just totally being abused. That was one of the funny moments because it was like, yay, a character that I really kind of despise is getting abused. Sorry, I was evil in that in that moment as an audience member.
0: But right before that. Yeah. Where there's the drunken guy on the pier. That's another instance where I was like, you had it and you made it go too long.
1: So that was apparently his name is Frank Fontaine. I did like the ventriloquism bit where that also
0: I, felt like a little too long
1: it well, like, yeah it went a little too long but i liked the idea that ventriloquist like like someone is a ventriloquist and you're like oh hey, say hi to you know that was funny it just kept going on and i wrote down frank Fontaine drunk ventriloquism kill me now <laughs> that's when that was 37 minutes in husband needs a drink that was the <laughs> pier scene that was when his breaking point, he's like, I, I can't, I, I need a drink.
0: But like, honestly, it, like you said earlier, it felt like somebody was like holding a stack of scripts and they toppled over and just pages, and went, pages everywhere.
1: went everywhere and, and they they're like, let's scramble them together. it together. Exactly.
0: And look, this is the movie because yep. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. Have you heard of the ghost breaker no. at all?
1: No, I'm I'm I want to see the Bob Hope version cuz I like Bob Hope as a he's the one who can make who can make funny faces and be like but but yeah. with in a real, you know, manner and he's always making fun of himself rather than trying to, you know, uh project it onto some someone else in some way. Um yeah, I There's, I'd, I'd be interested in that.
0: So the play is written by Paul Dickey and Charles W. Goddard. Uh, it's a farcical play set in a haunted house, and so that's it sounds all... like it's
1: one set, and that's it. You know,
0: yeah. And it, this is—it's the, probably the act three of this movie where they set it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what was happening pivots. in the fifties that made Americans obsessed with Cuba? Was it because of, um, like the rot, ra- like Che and all
1: that? You know, or what are you talking well, i was about? gonna i was
0: gonna say well, because of desi arnaz i know he, he's not he's not cuban yeah he's, he's cuban a, he's yeah. cuban was it because of like him because like i was also thinking of like i love lucy mm-hmm. um guys and dolls i this like they go I to cuba because
1: because it was um and please i don't because because it was a an american uh what what would what would the the technical term be for like a area that we had kind of taken over or or territory in the, in territory I'm not exactly sure what at that time what our our physical relationship well, was, but it was a safe place for america's Americans to fly in for a weekend and then fly out so I it think was it, it was exotic but safe
0: are they trying to make it like a destination place for vacations and things like that maybe maybe like outside of america
1: yeah i i am not the person to ask about this so please i mean you know i'm now (laughs) now pushing
0: it out into the world because they were i mean they they glamorized it until they then talked about voodoo
1: yeah oh yeah i know where was that guy actually a zombie i mean well they never concept the concept of zombie before um before like night of the living dead yes and george romero the concept of zombie was just a person who had been either uh, uh, mentally like under a spell, um, under right? a spell, or or actually put in like drugged, you know, and made to be a slave. And voodoo kind of was this umbrella term, and very um, very demonized, you know, for white
0: people's because mm-hmm. because we're. Um, because we don't separate church and state in america
1: of course not not. um but but it was this concept that someone could be put under and made a slave um through voodoo practices right but i wasn't
0: sure if he actually was the quote-unquote zombie that they mentioned
1: his credit is zombie and he's um the actor is i wrote it down or what is it his actor is um jack lambert who I recognized from other—he was a—he played heavies, he played cowboys. He has a big, wonderful, expressive face.
0: Oh, um, he was in the yeah. Harvey Girls.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was like one of the one of the cowboy, you know, heavies. I think. Um. So so he has
0: hundred and fifteen titles to his name on IMDb. Yeah.
1: He he was a working actor. That's for wow. Sure. Yeah, and once again, he and his mom was just like this tacked on weird you know thing to add
0: mm-hmm. just
1: like just just shoehorn into the into the i mean at least he had some sort of, he gave some sort of danger to a to an otherwise you know
0: well, so at the boring, so at the end of the movie area. yeah the end of the movie um we're in the haunted house that uh lisbeth scott owns mm-hmm. because she owns that island yes in like a another house i want to say i don't want to like yeah, call it it's... a guest house or anything because i don't know if she owns that but like right by right by um water, water yeah there's this other house where this woman and the zombie that that's what it, he, he is we don't know we never know his name live there the zombie it becomes like an antagonist character trying to go after our heroes
1: and, and then was also... he asked by the the by eventually the guy who's actually trying to kill elizabeth like tony <laughs> i don't <laughs> you know i don't, I don't, don't think un... so i or think was he it just was randomly walking in and donning a a suit of armor and
0: attacking them like i couldn't i think it was just that the maybe she was the caretaker of the house yeah was so she I,
1: I think so she just kind of hung out you know, next, next. Door. I thought she was.
0: I she thought was harmless. The, the mother was the caretaker of the house, and she s- heard and saw people going into the house, didn't know who they were, and just sent her son to fix. Sent this guy to fix it.
1: But that's just so much. You're extrapolating so much, and you're you're. I am. I'm straw giving straw man too much arguing, credit. You know, like you know, filling in the blanks where 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 you shouldn't have to. Well,
0: because there is a moment where. Jerry Lewis talks about what a zombie is and he's like we had this whole conversation before with this other guy and I was like and I actually rewound it Mm -hmm. and I was like when did this conversation happen I did not hear any unless you are glossing over right but like it it, it was like a teachable moment for the audience to talk about like what a definition of zombie is but also Jerry Lewis is acting like an idiot being like, (laughs) I don't know what a zombie is at all, even though I'm saying what it means. Right. God damn it. I know. I know. It's been a Um, while since two of us hated a movie. You know? (laughs) It's about (laughs) to happen.
1: There's been ones where I've loved it and you're like, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't know." Uh-huh. And there's know, been but... ones where we're just like, eh, "It's fine." Like, oh, it's fine, you know. But this That's one why I... when you said when you said Duberry, I'm like, "No, no, no. Duberry has so much more logic internal and external." Well, there's all... compared to this like,
0: one. I mean, also Duberry had like that that opening and then we went into the dream sequence. Right. This and like
1: like like two movies stuck together. Two movies stuck together. Gotcha, this okay. one
0: that's that's really yeah. where the my simile ends. <laughs> yes, there you go. Cool. Uh, I, um yeah. I, to be this now makes me feel like to be a movie goer in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Like what was that like? You know, cuz I think yeah. these days we see we have these movies that they're not they're, going to the movies is not a pomp and circumstance event anymore. Right
1: but we also don't have drive-in movies which which you know which were very casual and 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 there were a lot of movies that that were were known to be bad were B movies for a reason that people that kids would go and, and make sit in out their car during... and make out and then look up and go <laughs> that's a stupid monster and then you know
0: whatever. yeah, or, be like, or be like oh no i'm scared cover <laughs> me with your chest <laughs> now let's kiss you know something yeah, like that exactly. but like this I mean, I don't know how. There was, I was reading on the Wikipedia page a review from the New York Times by Bosley Crowther.
1: Crowther, yeah.
0: Crowther. Quote, the nonsense herein contrived is not an inspired presentation of the comic qualities of the two boys. Meanwhile, Variety, a Variety um, review wrote, that Martin and Lewis quote provide a freewheeling round of slapstick hilarity, so
1: uh, slapstick I maybe I don't know hilarity that's that's subjective
0: well, there was that mo- <laughs> there was that other moment at the beginning where Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and the the woman the the girlfriend. The, the girlfriend, yeah, beat up jerry lewis
1: gotcha and i was yeah. like
0: what is happening here
1: yeah i mean that's just a vaudeville routine
0: but like why
1: yeah it's like why yeah it's <laughs> the fact that jerry lewis or larry and and uh myron myron did not have an act they did they were a, a nightclub singer and a bus boy
0: they but were for some friends, reason somehow. They were friends somehow
1: friends Maybe they had an act together before, but I don't know. I don't know how Carmen Miranda's character said, "Oh, you can do this act with a, with me," and then they magically rehearsed in like over over a cruise and then performed. This is this is the this is the things that people complain about musical theater about. Like, how does everyone know the you know the know the lyrics and the and the choreography so quickly? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, usually I like to you know. Uh, uh suspend my disbelief just for the sake of enjoying you know the 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 performance, but when I don't enjoy the performance, my mind just goes, How did they come up with this over the course of a cruise, and maybe it was a two week cruise, and they had plenty of time to rehearse i don't know well there I, was uh,
0: there was a moment in act one of five, <laughs> so the nightclub act,
1: yes, the very first one,
0: yes. I'm, con- I'm I don't mean like their nightclub act. I mean the act that is set in the nightclub. Yes. First one. Mm-hmm. Um Dean and Jerry do sing a song, What Have You Done For Me Lately, which is da, not da, the Janet da, Jackson. Da, da. Yes, exactly. That was the joke. Ooh, I was yeah. like,
1: is this Jen- is going to break into Janet Jackson?
0: But <sighs> it felt yeah. like that was like their song. That was like to use another mus- musical reference. That was their Cheer Up Charlie song.
1: Gotcha. I don't know if it had been used in another, like maybe it was in their live, uh, you know, live you know, Las Vegas stand up or whatever they had been. But doing like, cause... I mean,
0: these, it felt like it was these two characters, right? Like song. their song,
1: yeah. Because you, you, you also saw uh, a mix of in a music, in a musical, in a movie musical. You saw a mix of live performances mm-hmm. and then in universe characters actually singing.
0: You that know, was weird.
1: It, it was, it, it is, but that happens a lot in in these golden age movie musicals, where the characters will break out in song, and then the characters performing will break out, will perform and break out in song. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm uh, so sorry to your husband. Please apologize to him for on yes, my behalf.
1: I I, I, I will definitely tell tell. Like, um, we can talk about the songs. I mean, I have definitely heard "I Don't Care If the Sun Don't Shine." I've heard that song before. I've only
0: really heard of Mama Ikero. Oh,
1: okay. Um, Yeah, that definitely that was a Carmen Miranda recording from you know years before, so that all the audience would would know that song um, already. Um, But but I don't care if the sun don't shine. I take love it in the evening time so
0: we have i don't care the sun don't shine which is basically dean martin singing and we're getting the atmosphere Mm -hmm. then we get to the you hit the spot which is very much like a background like yeah because
1: it's it's jerry lewis's reveal with all the spaghetti
0: Mm -hmm. so dumb (sighs) yes
1: yeah um and and you know i mean we've got some pretty good you know mac gordon uh we have two macs actually I don't care if the sun don't shine was music and lyrics by Mac David. You hit the spot was Harry Mm. Revel and Mac Gordon. Yes. and then we have other other people. Mac David the non Janet song. Yeah, the non Janet song. Uh, Philip Springer and Richard Adler Adler. did both music and lyrics. Um, Mac David and Jerry
0: Livingston did Bongo Bongo, Bingo. Bingo.
1: I wrote down. I really want to get some hip bongos. That that opening chorus boy with the hip bongo. I I'm also wrote like,
0: down. Everyone should wear hi- wear bongos on their hips. I yes, love that one. I but love also, that. that's that songwriting team did enchiladas.
1: Uh, yes, yes. So I don't know. It's a kind of like let's write a safely uh, ethnic song that American Americans can kind of get. You know, I don't know. It's, Look,
0: we learned what an enchilada is. We that learned is a, what an part of somebody's enchilada is. Whole was. culture. Yes. Oh. We're white um, and we're gonna yeah, now we're write white. about
1: it. Um, I did like the "When Someone Wonderful Thinks You're Wonderful" by Mac David and Jerry Livingston. That was one of the song. That was the song that, um, uh, Dean Martin sang to Lisbeth on the on the cruise, uh, on the deck of the cruise. Yes, you know, and that was just a lovely, kind of average ballad. It was fine, yeah. and but Dean Martin, I I am more and more an appreciator of him when he is. You know we know we kind of know the the uh, parody of Dean Martin, like, oh yeah, you're blowing the uh, blowing the big end Jerry and oh and and like his drunken uh rat pack kind of persona, but <laughs> yeah. when he was younger and 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 has this rich voice and he knows how to how to turn a lyric and and sing a phrase, and he's just very romantic, and it that was that was like a lovely like, oh, I can clean my ears out <laughs> finally. And listen to this lovely uh, lovely you know you know he's not he's not Bing Crosby uh, necessarily but I loved I love both of their voices um, in that in that that crooner baritone is lovely.
0: And then I wrote down during Bongo Bingo how is Jerry Lewis not exhausted because he was (laughs) doing the wildest running around choreography though I'm like I hope you only did one take of this because, like,
1: and he he failed to lip sync to a couple of lines. Did you notice his his mouth was not moving during a couple moments? I was like, oh yeah, nope, you're not gonna do another take of that. Oh, okay, all right, never mind.
0: Or this is this is the best take.
1: This is the one. All right.
0: This is the one. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I know it was like really expensive back then because you had to print it on film and everything. uh, Yeah, but yeah,
1: I think. Pete and I my husband was we're were also talking about the mania that he created and and like maybe dumb and dumber did this pretty well but like it's hard to laugh at things from really dumb people to me I'd rather laugh at a smart person being kind of shaken off their pedestal a little bit Mm -hmm. I like it when they're when they're just like whoa okay uh, uh," and then something blurts out of their mouth that that they can't under that they they can't explain or they can't that 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 tries to make sense out of the things that they're dealing with in a in a poor way if that makes any sense,
0: well, I was also thinking about it because Jerry Lewis is doing things that Abbott and Costello did before them
1: already, yeah,
0: already. But Lou Costello, I found him more funny.
1: Because he's Doing coming at exactly it exactly
0: from... the same thing.
1: He's coming at it from a real place. Like he has delayed reactions to things. He he stutters. He has like, but he doesn't immediately go into panic mode. He revs up moments. But he does
0: you know? the. <pois> <encoun typicalonline> <laughs> yeah, he yeah. does that that Jerry Lewis did. But for whatever reason, I just found Jerry Lewis very. Annoying. It's <laughs>
1: unbelievable. Like, like even you, we know very big personalities. We know people who are big and expressive, but no, in no universe that I've, no city that I've been to, have I ever met anyone who behaves like Jerry Lewis does in this movie or in other movies that he's done. I, okay. there's, there's still a level of reality that, that, you know, Luke Costello or other people's, uh, other other actors uh, you know jim carrey or uh, mm-hmm. adam sandler was another one that i came come up came up with that you know or snl you know sometimes even snl characters are big usually they come from a little bit of a kernel of truth or a kernel of reality or a kernel of a a point of view that's consistent throughout the entire character yeah. you know arc if it ha- if they have an arc so uh. You, uh, yeah
0: Sierra, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? Yes. Okay.
1: I wanted to point out that there are a couple of lines that are very funny, witty, cute, and they might have been written by uh, by Norman Lear because he is, he is uh, credited it- as additional dialogue and it was his first writing credit on a Hollywood film mm-hmm and i i mean he is one of the best and wittiest writers in holly of hollywood ever and i was just trying to think of like the lines that might have been written by him
0: maybe There's one line that i wrote down as a sharp and i hope it's not one of the ones that you're gonna about to say
1: <laughs> okay well do you i mean i can just i can just put all my sharps into one bat one sharp basket of lines and we can see if it's the same one
0: okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like yes but norman lear is actually did some punch-ups it feels yeah. like yeah because there um, is some quit
1: quit yes
0: quit involved
1: which involved um i don't think i have anything really oh the gorgeous set that set was that the, the castle was beautiful yeah was, it was yeah that was just absolutely lovely
0: and um, and like they did so this movie's also in black and white and mm-hmm. it got me thinking like it's 1953 it's way after the war yeah. so they were trying to harken like
1: maybe that or they were they were saving money probably cuz color was expensive more expensive maybe
0: but uh, but i think it was also trying to add into those spooky little man.
1: sort of
0: yeah yeah Anyway, let's get into sharp and Flat, shall okay. we? Sharp. Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. What do you want to start with?
1: Um, I liked the uh, the folded tourism map bit.
0: That was funny.
1: That was a cute little like, okay, that's, yay, keep that because that can be that can be kind of applied to any any uh, uh situation where it's like a tourist with a map and and you know and it's mistakenly flipped to the wrong page and folded to the wrong page so you get this nonsense you know, conversation <laughs> that that was like oh and then him I throwing
0: go. it off the boat i was like, he's like that's a that's a strong choice in a good way I that liked- was a good one
1: yeah i like i liked that obviously i loved carmen miranda She i sharped
0: favorite. her too I, I really only had two sharps. It was her, and it was one of Dean Martin's lines oh, okay. I'm about to say.
1: Okay, so you could
0: tell say? me if you had it. Yeah. Someday you may have a little boy, and he'll grow up and commit an innocent murder too. I was like, that is funny.
1: I didn't I wish... write that one down, but that's okay. Very cute.
0: But like that one, I actually like guffawed at. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is funny, yeah. and like, if that was the humor throughout. I would think I would have I I think this wouldn't have been such like a bitch fest. I yeah. think it would have been more like a hey, they're so witty. Hey,
1: they're so witty. Um no, I wrote down um uh so so you know, Larry Dean Martin's character is is romancing his girlfriend at the top and and she's like, "Oh, I'm just an average girl." And he says, "Honey, if you're an average girl, I, I've been going out with boys." That's <laughs> like, "Whoa." Okay okay that's a that's the thing um the other line um that actually pete said his his stepdad used to use so when the phone rings in the in the in the dressing room at the beginning uh i think it's jerry lewis's character says uh better get that it might be the phone and i was like okay that's cute
0: yeah but in his voice Yeah, but his
1: voice—it wasn't exactly exactly, um,
0: like if you or if Pete were to say it, it'd be cute, and we we
1: might we might incorporate that now that and it was cute when you just
0: said it because it was, it it it, it, there was some sort of sarcasm with it, but when Myron said it,
1: yeah, once again when an intelligent person, you know, Hmm. you know, sarcastically or Riley says it, it's funny. Um, I write I wrote. Uh, when larry is in the hallway at the hotel he says oh, oh it's hot and running hot and cold running gangsters I'm like okay that's a cute little thing and like, then... larry did
0: have good funny lines
1: right and he knows how to, and and dean martin knows how to deliver how them. to
0: deliver them yeah it's just that jerry lewis made and i i'm sorry i know i shouldn't be Blaming the performer, but yeah. he made this choice yeah. and was told to keep going. And he had been
1: making that choice and making a living out of it, you know, and making a career out of it. So why why mess with a good thing? Quote unquote. Um the other line that that um when uh when uh Elizabeth who I think her character name was Katie or something or Kate, um, when the two of them were were talking about in in Mary. her room, Mary, sorry, Mary. Uh, When they were in her room talking about why he was running from the law, um, uh, she says, you mean you killed a perfect stranger? And Larry says, nobody's
0: perfect. (laughs) See, it was there were funny moments. I know we were hating on it, but that's because Myron was a big character choice that failed miserably. Yes, 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 yes.
1: And the uh the only other thing I wrote down that I put a little happy face one, this movie has a kitten
0: and a puppy. And- <laughs> that was a good joke too. Yeah. The the it's raining cats and dogs, and then you just see a kitten and a puppy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like,
0: uh, if funny.
1: anything, I can be like there was a kitten and a puppy in being slogan. friends. Being friends. Um,
0: yeah okay so yeah i mean but like literally for me it was only those two line those two things that line and carbon miranda were my sharps flats oh
1: i mean we've already myron 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 is
0: a big flat i don't want to flat jerry lewis i want to flat myron because jerry lewis again this is our first time watching a, a full length jerry lewis movie I don't know if that's him or if that was direction or or somewhere in the middle. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the middle, but like Myron is a strong, annoying choice. Yeah. I did also flat Mm. the drunk guy at the pier, as you said, before I interrupted you rudely.
1: I wrote Myron and the drunk equals my personal nightmare. Oh, no. I was like, this is if I was stuck on this pier with these two characters, I would jump off and drown. (laughs) I would drown myself. I would be like, no, 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 no.
0: I also flatted the tonal shifts. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. It just
0: because it wasn't cohesive. Yeah. Because all of a sudden we're in a it's like we're in a gangster movie. Now we're in a romance movie. Now we're in a drama like the blanket now we're in a horror movie now we're in a horror horror movie now we're in like a horror comedy now we're in a now we're in a nightclub movie like
1: now we're in a now we're in a goonies movie where the organ is the it unlocks everything
0: oh my god when they that that was the dumbest thing too when they're like it's notes let's draw it out on chalk (laughs) like and then she's Playing chords and I'm like, she knows how to play it, yeah. She know
1: knows how. Well, everyone knew how to play piano back then. It was that was like, but organ, but organ, Mm, maybe not, maybe not.
0: Yeah, I there there's, I feel like there's just some things also missing from this. Like Hmm. they probably cut it down. Thank fucking god, it was only an hour and forty minutes, because or hour and fifty minutes. Because if it was longer, I think. Yeah. I think my head would explode and I'd be like, Sierra, we need to cancel this episode.
1: Yeah, I know. I wrote down 50 <laughs> minutes in and we haven't reached the haunted, reached the haunted house yet.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I feel like if I were to reach out and say, we're canceling this episode, you'd be like, no doing it. I watched on, it.
1: Power through it. Yeah. We'll talk. We will have to do this.
0: Uh, do you have any more sharps, flats, naturals, anything else?
1: Um, I did like, <laughs> I wrote down finger through mouth, happy face. Um the the trunk that dean martin is trapped in has a sticker on it that it's this very hilarious woman with this open mouth it's a caricature of of uh, you know old the old you know 1950s travel you know sticker or something like that mm-hmm. and dean martin cuts a hole in the trunk so he can actually like look out and and talk and you know do stuff and he cuts it right in his right in her mouth so she's he's sticking his finger through her mouth and that was funny that was like okay that's
0: was that like a 1950s sex joke
1: could have been you okay know, you, know, uh, you know you know you, you, you get through the sensors um yeah but at least at least that is like a funny uh, visual at least oh boy oh
0: boy uh would yes. you add any of the songs to your life's playlist
1: um, I would do uh the first song, the um I don't care uh, if the sun don't shine.
0: Yeah, I didn't write any of them down. If
1: I read that one down. This and was another I would do.
0: This is yeah. another one where I felt like the music wasn't important. No. Like like even when he bursts out into song on the on the Lido deck or whatever, yeah. um it just didn't feel important. It didn't feel hmm. like a musical you know
1: no it was an excuse to hear dean martin sing it was an excuse
0: to hear dean martin sing um, and and carmen music
1: yeah and sometimes that's all a movie musical is is a chance to you know to have a mini concert of one of your favorite performers on the big screen in front of you and and but also
0: for me watching this to answer this question Mm -hmm. um i mean besides mama quiero I can't sing you anything else. I wasn't, (laughs) I was also like white knuckling it to (laughs) get it to finish. (laughs) So, so maybe I'll take into consideration some of them.
1: I would say, I Uh, I don't care if the sun don't shine is a, is a, is a class is, is one of those American songbook. Other people have recorded that.
0: Is that one of, okay. So, but like, is that one of Dean Martin's songs that you know of that? Like he would sing a lot.
1: I might have I might have heard a recording of him. I don't I don't know the first time I heard that, but I def- okay. I definitely was humming along with it. So I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. just American yeah, okay. Songbook song. Just American Songbook
1: or, song. Yeah, um, I did
0: great with it from yeah, what I remember.
1: Totally, and I love I love how they're like sort of slut shaming the, the 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 girl who has three boyfriends, but yet that song is him dancing with six other girls so
0: there was okay i'm adding a flat right now what's that in that number yeah the dancers there were three that had black sparkly leotards two Two that had silver silver and then the one One in white white. and i was very confused because i thought it was the girlfriend but it wasn't and i'm like this is hurting me. Either make wrote, all black or make her silver.
1: I I I definitely noted that. That's a too. flat. That's a flat. And Edith Edith Head, Head. Did the, Edith Head Edith Head. She's Edith. amazing. What are you What are you thinking? I don't think she was in charge of of
0: those those decisions.
1: I think I think maybe they they pulled it from some sort of Vegas you know costume rack.
0: And... Or there or maybe there was like different choreography that they then had to switch it day of. Yeah.
1: Or other um, girls were, were, were supposed to be in it and then they got to the set and they're like, oh, we can't, we can only fit six of you. So you five are fired, <laughs> but we can't refit, you know, the cost. I don't know. But yeah, we're trying, we're trying to logically uh, write in why they had that mismatching me outfits.
0: so hard. Cause I was just looking at her and I, I totally was like, agree. you're not this girl that we're following at the beginning, but maybe you are. No. But then also there's the two in silver. And I'm like, wait a second. Are we doing like a pyramid formation that I missed out on? Like, what's going on here? Nothing like
1: that. Nothing, nothing that inventive.
0: Uh, (laughs) On that note, Sierra.
1: (laughs) Now we have done the spooky movie, Scared (laughs) Stiff. It's kind of limp. I don't know. It's not, it's scared limp. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's so scared limp.
0: We did it though. We finished we it. it. We, we powered through. We, we did it, Joe. We can block it out of memories cuz it's already leaving yeah. mine. Uh yeah. what do you have to plug or promote?
1: Well, now that the, you know, we're we're getting into the spooky season or we're in the spooky season and I am already rehearsing with my Christmas caroling group, Manhattan Holiday Carolers. So, if you would like in the New York and New Jersey area would like to have uh, stunning four-part acapella Christmas carolers come to your event or your party or your, I don't know what else, your lobby, you your business up? lobby. We dress in Dickensian outfits of red and green or we could put on a uh, a nice cocktail dress with a with a red scarf of some sort um, and come in and sing classic I, and jazzy uh, tunes.
0: I want the female presenting people to be in pants and the male presenting people to be in cocktail dresses can oh, we make that be happen lovely.
1: we can totally make that happen mm-hmm. if, if you if you are hiring
0: mm-hmm. we will make that happen <laughs> i want i want You're that paying. to happen because yes. because hey women like to wear pants too That's true. Uh, <laughs> um and if you had any answers to our questions about this like have you seen um uh, the ghost breaker Play version, not the movie, is the play. Or have you read the book? Should mm-hmm. I read the book? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a novel there's a novelization of the play apparently that came out like a decade later. Wow. Um, you can email me at buttersungpod at gmail I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at pod Um, sorry that this was a weird episode, everyone. But like uh, my fault. You, you this- know what happens when I pick the episodes. <laughs> Who would I pick the topics?
1: Well, but we're delving into movies I don't think I would have seen otherwise. And if anyone can email John with the answer to the question of why Jerry Lewis, why that would be, that would be yeah. lovely.
0: Yeah. Um, we, we need the Jerry Lewis aficionado to come on the podcast because I think he's done a couple of musical movies. So. Yeah, and justify
1: and his existence. You're busy with Gene nice. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to watch a couple more
0: i'm surprised just, you didn't throw on it's always fair weather just to see the roller skate moment you again.
1: know i would I, that's a that's a that's a or just good lifter.
0: or just youtube the roller skate moment yes i mean you don't have to oh watch the whole movie just like find find the compilation video of gene kelly dancing yep. no you know what what well, to palate cleanse even after this recording yes go watch the summer stock newspaper yeah, dance newspaper dance newspaper yeah. spooky floor dance um yeah. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we're going from this to DCOM, everyone, a Disney Channel original movie, Zombies! Z-O-M-B-I-E-S! Woo! Woo! Happy spoopy season, everyone! Woo! Again, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry (laughs) to your husband. I'm so sorry to your cat. i want to apologize to your cat as well because she probably had to watch it too
1: she was on her tree just kind of watching us scream every once in a while
0: and she's just like mommy and daddy are in the gin again okay yeah Uh, yeah. watching a bad movie okay (laughs) yep so i apologize to the whole household this time um but I hope you come back on. Soon.
1: <laughs> I will. I will. We'll watch something a little bit more up my sleeve. How's that? Uh,
0: that's great. I love to cool. hear that. <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening. And bye for now. Woo! Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork, and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.